because loads of um, institutions that teach people to be designers and teach people to be problem solvers, they focus on that and they don't really go into the entrepreneurial side of it, right? Um, and that was something that I really took for granted. And, you know, it was, you know, we had to learn as we were going, right? We had to learn in the job and we had to make a lot of mistakes, right? Get our hands steady and then see how we can improve from that. Hello and welcome to the AOU podcast, Entrepreneur Leadership in Africa, where we explore more on being a bold entrepreneur leader. I'm your host, Savannah Olo, and today I have with me Uche Chuku Oneka. Uche, in short, in his own words, is a user experience design with a knack for making solutions and designing pleasurable products. He also happens to be a student at AOU Rwanda. Today, you'll hear how remarkable his journey has been starting out as a product designer and the growth he's been able to harness throughout the years. What do you think it takes to be an entrepreneur leader, AOU student, and product designer all in the same day? Do you know what you need to know your way around user experience? How can you leverage this to make a successful venture? This and more to come. I bet you want to know more. Well, stay tuned and know it all. Join us as we uncover a whole new world from our diverse community of entrepreneur leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, join me in welcoming Uchichuku Onyeka. So Uche, thank you so much for being with us today on the EOU podcast, taking time out of your schedule to sort of just share your story with us today. The pleasure's all mine. Thank you for having me. You guys are doing amazing. All right. So I decided to kick off this episode with a small icebreaker. And the question is, what is your favorite pastime that you miss the most during during the pandemic? Um, mm, that's a good one. Um, I think... Well, not really a pastime, but then something I'd really just, you know, like to do once in a while is um, that I definitely miss right now is definitely travel, right? Um, spending some time by yourself um, away from technology, away from work, um, somewhere on the lake um, with your legs in the sand um, and just like <laughs> taking in the fresh air and trying to catch the sunset. Um, it's not something we get to do all the time here in Kigali because we don't have a lot of lakes, um, but when we do get to travel it's really amazing it's really refreshing right to just unplug and it's definitely something that we haven't got gotten to do in a while so i i really do miss that right so given so given an opportunity where would you go uh probably zanzibar if i could um because you know it's really pretty and <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right great so getting straight into the episode when did you first notice that entrepreneurship is a path that you would be embracing um, I think when I first noticed that was in, it was definitely in 2017 when I came to LU, right? Um, right. When I, yeah. when I got here, um, I really wasn't sure about what path or what I wanted to study or what I wanted to do with my life. Right. Um, and coming from, you know, it has a lot to do with my experience as a Nigerian and it has a lot to do with my background, you know, and my family. Right. Um, there was this bias that, you know, being a businessman or being an entrepreneurial person was just something that it was a, it was a guaranteed path to success, right? Um, if I could put it that way, right? And it was just interesting, right? It was something that I definitely had to try. Um, and it, it was majorly a learning experience for me. Um, and when I got here, right, it'll definitely give the platform to, you know, dabble into whatever, right? And get your hands dirty and take a lot of experiments with um, entrepreneurship ideas, right? And that's when I took it up. All right, great. So maybe you could tell the audience that are listening today about your entrepreneurial journey, where 
Where did you start? What did you dabble in? Um, and how is it going now? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, in 2017, when I got here, um, you know, I, I was definitely interested in design way before I even got to LU, right? Um, dabbling in right. the littlest of things that I could get my hands on, um, you know, working, you know, as a graphic designer um, in Lagos, Nigeria, um, where I come from. And I was just trying to get my hands dirty, right? And trying to practice, right? Trying to do a lot of things, right? And then when I got here, um, the first thing that, you know, definitely spiked my interest was having the opportunity to get access to, you know, things that could push me forward, right? Like um, friends who were supportive um, or who were trying to, you know, buy what I was selling. Um, a working laptop was even something that was, that you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have thought was of such importance, right? Um, you know, access to Wi-Fi to go online and learn about design methods or watch tutorials or, you know, watch, you know, practice videos, right? Um, these were the things that kind of got me um, interested in starting out, right? And then initially when the first, kind of the first things that we did, even before we, we even got to campus, right? Um, I started a little group um, for the incoming round of set, um, early round of set, right, in 2017. And then... You know, we just started messing around with a couple of ideas, right? A couple of design ideas, right? With you know, thinking about how we can get the incoming class excited about knowing each other, right? What's how can we get the community together, right? And then you know, next thing we know, I was playing around with t-shirt ideas, right? Um, playing around with um, ideas for hoodies and ideas for you know things that we could do to get people excited about meeting each other, right? And I remember the first thing that did, that I did that really caught traction was um, designing a t-shirt with you know the map of Africa that had all our names on it. And it was just really interesting yeah. to see how I could use design as, as a tool to bring, you know, not just bring people together, but also make money from selling t-shirts as well. So um, that was really interesting. And that was really exciting to see, right? And then when I got to campus, um, you know, it, it was crazy because people were like, oh yeah, what's that? What about that stuff you made? You know, we want to wear it. We want to, because at the time, um, you know, early didn't really have, you know, that many marketing materials, right? Um, you know, unlike um, other universities where when you're coming, when you're coming into um, a new campus, you get, you know, a lot of t-shirts or a lot of hoodies or, you know, branded materials like wristbands or pillows or whatever you get from all the other established universities, right? Um, and then people were just really excited with the fact that, you know, they could get, you know, something like a t-shirt with their name on it. And it just gave some sense of belonging, right? Some sense of connection, right? And then, you know, the the idea that um, people were interested in it, right? That there was um, there was a need or like, you know, people wanted wanted to buy into it. People were ready, ready to spend, right? It was lovable to the point that people were ready to spend on a stranger, you know, and take that risk and get something that they really like or something they wanted to wear, right? And, you know, yeah. next thing I know, I was looking for um, printing, printing um, houses here in Kigali, right? I'm looking for how to get this thing up and running. And that was really when I started to, you know, maximize into design and maximize into, you know, trying to create a brand, um, not just for myself, right, but then for the early community, right, in 2017. And then another thing that really boosted that was um, in the SVP um, sessions that we were having, right? And, you know, it was really encouraging to, you know, start thinking about how we can make you know, business moves and how we can make um, entrepreneurial moves and how we can start taking our ideas from just ideas, but also making money and creating impact with them. And then, um, you know, I remember Miss Carmen, she was the head um, of SVP at the time, right? She was really um, inspiring with her stories, right? 
and it was just really interesting to start thinking about how to get um, a business running or how to get a company running. And at the time, you know, there were other people who surprisingly were also thinking about um, creating merchandise, creating early merchandise, right? Um, it spans from things to, from like cups to wristbands to T-shirts and jackets and hoodies and whatever really we could do to, you know, slap, slap the ALU logo on it and slap our names on it. And, you know, it was just something that felt, you know, felt personal, right? And we, we could wear them out in, in, in the streets of Kigali and use the hashtag and, you know, take Instagram photos. And, you know, it was just something that gave people joy, right? And then that's how we started Creative Hand. And Creative Hand was, um, was like the company that we started um, in 2017, right? Um, it was a, a really um, inspiring learning journey, right? Because we got to, you know, there was a lot that we didn't take into account, right? At the start, right? And then it was just something that we were doing for fun and we were making money off it as well. And from Creative Hand, right, um, that was when I started to, you know, see myself as, you know, as a designer, right? This is something that I wanted to pursue. And then I got the opportunity to consult at Bag Innovation, right, as a um, design stroke problem solver consultant, right? And where, what we're doing there was, um, you know, we're um, looking at how we could solve problems with um, design or solve problems with innovation and, you know, um, working with clients and working with real clients, right? It was not just about um, making money or having fun or just doing something for the community anymore. It was not about um, thinking about how you could solve a real problem, um, solve real clients' problems and, you know, make real impact in a larger um, workspace or in a larger um, community, right? That's not just ALU, right? This podcast is brought to you by Venture by AOU, a free course for entrepreneurs. Do you want to know how to overcome entrepreneurial challenges from real life experiences? Well, Venture is an online course designed for young and aspiring entrepreneurs. It features more than 10 AOU entrepreneur leaders who will guide and inspire young entrepreneurs. You can find Venture on venture.aouuducation.com. Once again, venture.aouuducation.com. Venture, a course for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Now back to our conversation. I think you've highlighted, I, I think from that you've highlighted the opportunities that you saw and what you have essentially learned from um, starting your venture. But what would you say were the major challenges that you were facing? Um, I think some of the major challenges that, that I was facing was, you know, lack of um, Lack of experience, number one, uh, and lack of knowledge of how to merge um, my interests as a designer and then um, the, you know, pros of, of a business, right? And things to do uh, in a business, right? The steps and things that, the mistakes that people shouldn't be making, right? Um, because loads of um, institutions that teach people to be designers and teach people to be problem solvers, they focus on that and they don't really go into the entrepreneurial side of it, right? The business making side of it, the, the money making side of it, right? Um, and that was something that I really took for granted. And, you know, it was, you know, we had to learn as we were going, right? We had to learn in the job and we had to, you know, make a lot of mistakes, right? Get a hand steady and then see how we can improve from that. All right. So what would you say are the three to five key lessons that you wish you knew when starting out? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the first, the first um, lesson that I wish someone has told me was um, invest in accounting, um, you know, or I, I wouldn't say 
work with an accountant, but because as a freelancer or as a startup, right, you probably don't have as much money to, you know, partner with an actual accountant, but then invest in learning about accounting, right? Um, it saves you a lot of time and a lot of stress, right? Because you're um, taking charge of how you're spending your money and how you're making your money, right? Um, and right. also how you're saving your money, how you're investing, right? Money was really important. Um, thinking about how to, you know, take charge of that experience, right? It was the first time that I was making money um, as, as a student, right? You know, as a 19-year-old. It was really interesting, right? And it was really exciting, right? I really didn't even think about what are some of the implications that could come, especially when you're working with partners, right? And you're not doing it alone, right? You need to be able to hold someone right. accountable for the spendings and the inventory, right? Um, another really important thing, you know, was to create um, a proposal template. And this was something that I had to learn on my own, right? Um, there's a lot of inquiries and there's a lot of prospective clients, right? And, you know, there's, it's really helpful to create like a template of something that you'd use or samples of your work, right? Like a portfolio or, or something that you want to, you know, use to get um, future clients, right? Or something that used to show proof of the value that you've created in the past, right? Um, and then another advice would be, um, or something that I, that I thought someone has told me about would be, um, to establish a brainstorming stroke productivity balance, right? Um, the actual um, reason that we started at first was because we we had this really creative idea, right? Um, and it was a brainstorming um, session, right? Um, we thought about how we could maximize the opportunity for marketing materials and how we can design, right? And use design to solve that problem, right? And right. just thinking about how you could um, merge brainstorming activities um, and also productivity activities was was something that um, I really needed to have heard um, at the start of, of my career. And then lastly, it's just, um, you know, I needed, to have, I needed to have been told to be patient and to say no to some of the opportunities, right? Um, because I was still a student at the time, right? Um, and, you know, the excitement of getting to work um, can really um, take over your, your life and, and your, your other um, plans, right? Um, and, you know, you need to be able to learn how to say no to some of, of, of the opportunities that, that come your way and focus on the one that has um, more um, value or more um, importance or more priority, right? And not just like dabble into everything at the same time because that way it'd be easy for you to burn out or you'd figure out that you're not giving in as much as you're supposed to, um, or as more productivity levels as you're supposed to um, give at, at, at a time or at a stretch, right? Um, so... These are some of the things that I wish um, that I'd, I'd heard at first. Great. So what advice would you give somebody who's aspiring to dabble into UX or actually make it a full-blown career and maybe start a business in that? What advice would you give them? Um, I think one of the most important um, advice that I'd give is, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of talk about, you know, finding the right process and, you know, talking about design thinking and human-centered design and user-centered design and all this process that you have to be aware of, right? Um, people talk about reading books and taking courses, right? And, you know, starting with empathy, finding the people problem. Um, but the major thing that, you know, I, I want to pass across is, you know, although you like empathy is, you know, usually the way we start, which is usually the most important starting point, right? It should not be the only way that we get to communicate our value as designers, right? Um, right. You should learn to not just show um, the human-centered um, part of your work. Um, you should also show, like, show the dollars or show the money or show the part where um, 
businesses would be interested in, right? Because this is what um, people want to see, especially if you're working as a freelancer or if you're working with clients, right? You want to educate people on what they're going to get, um, educate your, your clients on what they're going to get from partnering with you, right? Um, people are interested in the return on investment of UX um, and what can their business get, right? Um, it's great that you're solving a people problem, but the other side is the business, right? What can the business get? Um, what are they going to, um, what's the value that you're pr proposing to them and how does it tie to their mission, right? Especially if you're working as a freelancer or if you're working with um, many clients at the same time, right? You also want to show um, show the value or show the return of the investment that the client is making on you as a designer and on your solution. All right. I think that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, is there any other last words that you might want to add or where we can find you on social media if you're interested in connecting with other people? Great. Um, right. The second one, um, I'm, you can, anyone can find me on social media or on Instagram or Twitter at Ichi Uche. Um, it's really easy to spell. Um, just, um, and then just some last words, um, especially for um people who are aspiring to get into design or if you're aspiring to merge um, design thinking into your entrepreneurial career, right? Um, there are a couple of um, questions that, you know, you need to ask yourself, right? Especially when you're working with um, um, digital products or you're working with physical products or products that have um, users at the forefront, right? Um, there are three questions that you need to ask, especially when you're reviewing your product, right? Um, the first is, you know, what is the people problem that you're trying to solve, right? You need to be able to answer this. And, you know, the second is, um, how do you, you know, know if this is a real problem, right? It's very easy for, for you to have an idea and, you know, back your way into how your idea solves, solves a problem. But then um, if, if this is a real problem, you need to be able to validate, um, validate that's a real problem and then reverse into a people-focused solution, right? And you can do that through qualitative evidence or um, quantitative evidence, right, research, and looking at, you know, the numbers and how you can track... Um, you know, what was happening before versus what would happen when your solution is in place, right? And then, you know, the last part is, you know, how would, how would you know if you've eventually solved this problem, right? How would you track or how would you measure success, right? Um, this could be in terms of value or impact or money or, you know, however you, your business is tracking success, right? And these three questions are things that you have to remember if you're um, coming out as a designer or trying to use design thinking to um, infuse a solution as an entrepreneur. Great. Thank you so much for that. I think that's all the time we have for today. Um, we hope to have you on the podcast again or even just um, interact outside of this platform. Definitely. Hope, hoping to be uh, on the podcast again and have more time to go into more <laughs> details. Um, thank you again, Savannah. It was nice <laughs> chatting with you. And that was Uche with his aspirations to be in Zanzibar as he navigates the UX design world to better the interaction between humans and tech. We do hope you caught a few gems here and there. Personally, I learned it takes a great support system and a great helping of seizing opportunities head on. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find us on Spotify, Anchor and Apple Podcasts for exclusive access to all the gems of knowledge we drop here. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on your preferred platform. This is the AOU podcast, Entrepreneur Leadership in Africa, real stories, real experiences.